Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris and, well, this is a first. I'm down here on the beach uh, at uh, 6 p.m. 5.40. That's a novelty, isn't it? Usually it's in the a.m., but at the moment it's uh, it was this morning, 2 degrees C uh, at my normal walkies time, and therefore I elected volunteered not to swim or walk until the afternoon. The consequence of that is I felt uh, pretty sort of slow-mo today. Had some great coaching and work with some people and one of the questions that came up was about knowing yourself and uh, we have this belief, all of us, that if we work really hard we can be somebody else. We, we want to be, you know, we, we iconify or we pedestal people. We say, I want to be somebody else. I want to be a better version, a better version of me. And there's an old Buddhist saying, or Zen saying actually, it's not Buddhist, a Zen saying that says, if you're not perfect already, you never will be. There's a beautiful quote comes out of my book and it says something along the, line, along the lines of no matter what I've done or not done I'm worthy of love for who I am and to be able to say that means I'm worthy of love as I am sometimes we slip back into that thing that I of being somebody else wanting to be somebody else and you, you can't. Uh, uh, let me give you a few examples here. There was a time where I wanted to be an actor. And I went to acting school. I went to New York, went to acting school. I went to NIDA, did acting classes. I hired an acting teacher. I went on stage. I hired a scriptwriter and a choreographer. I hired people to sort of build me a one-man acting show and these people were the best of the best and they were very polite and of course uh, were happy to enjoy or entertain my idea that I was going to be an actor but I'm not and so that cost a lot of energy trying to be something I'm not. If I was an actor, I probably would have been one at the age of five. Someone would have said, gee, Chris, you're a great actor, instead of stop acting the fool. <laughs> I remember going to, a, to an acting weekend, a weekend class at the Seymour Centre here in Sydney, and the prize was going to be a role in the television show that was very popular at that time called The Love Boat and uh, man I really wanted that so about a hundred of us went to this class with I can't tell you what role he played in The Love Boat but he was like the director or the casting director or the director of the show he was a pretty important bloke from the US and we did acting classes for two days and one of the exercises we did, which is really important, they put up on a stage a set 
what we had to do was there was a person in the room we had to be a bad person like a burglar or a rapist or something there wasn't really anybody in the room but it was a set that looked like you were sneaking down the side of a house and there was a window and you had to make out as if you were you know trying to stealthily get to the window and get inside we all failed all hundred people I probably did worse than most but everybody failed because we we're overacting and trying to make it look like we were drama queens and the the casting director was laughing his head off he said you know you'll look like a bunch of cartoon characters out of a Donald Duck show and he said the person who got the casting was in the last weekend was in the casting last weekend it was uh, a, a well-known singer and he said everybody got up stage and did the same thing as we did he got up took his clothes off completely in the buff put his hand over his Jolly Roger in a way that looked like he was enjoying himself and moved towards the window and that he said was not acting that was really somebody who was going to do something really creepy you, you realize that people have got that got certain talents they've got the ability to uh, I remember another time I was coaching actors at the at Faith Martin casting and I was coaching actors every weekend in the uh, discard process trying to get them enable them to portray any character that they had on their uh, audition list it's a pretty good gig and I did it for I think a year and a half most Saturdays Anyway, Faith one day said to me, would you like to do a casting for a role? And I said, oh yeah, shit, love to be an actor. And uh, the role was for Volvo. And uh, what you had to do was stand in a room with all these people staring at you and a camera, and you had to pretend that you were a giant, about the size of a giant compared to a kid's matchbox toy. And you had to walk through the city looking down trying not to tread on anything and start to look at one car which obviously was going to eventually be a Volvo but there was nothing on the floor so I start tippy-toeing around like a, a noddy who's trying to avoid standing on people's heads um, and of course they said thanks very much goodbye and I thought I did a good job but about two years later the ad came out and I saw the person who did it, and they did it really well. And once again, uh, I am who I am. We are who we are. We've got certain gifts. And to be thankful for creation, to the creator, to your God, whoever you connect to as a higher power, for those gifts, is also saying no to the gifts you haven't got. Saying no to being somebody else you might be very mathematically inclined or you might be musically inclined or you might be soft or you might be strong or you might be hard or you might be 
week or you might be something that you label as a, a dysfunction but what really might end up being function it might be your style your way your your mode of doing things if you went to the financial review and took all the photos that have ever been in the financial review of people male and female who are real success not the hanger honors the real success people, people who lead business whether it's a public company or a private company took all the names and took a photo of all the people something really interesting would start to appear and that is that there's no common denominator most successful people are unique in all aspects of their success one thing unique about them will be that they know themselves pretty well and they know where their strengths are and they know where they're not strong and they don't play to their not strong part they don't try to be somebody else they simply be themselves not always likable but somebody always likes the person you really are my uh, old maid who's a triathlon coach worked in a swimming pool at North Sydney she worked there for many many years and one day uh, one of the older men of the that used to come for their daily swim passed away and because he'd known these people as a lifeguard but also managing the pool he knew, had known them for many years they invited him to the wedding to the sorry to the funeral <laughs> That's a Freudian slip. He invited him to the funeral. And uh, all of a sudden, all the people that he'd met at the pool had suits on. Now, before this, he'd known all those guys, those, that sw old man swimming club, for 10 years. He'd laughed, joked, talked, shared jokes with them, and Probably shared sadness with them too. All of a sudden they had their, their funeral clothes on. And some of them were super, super wealthy and super, super important people. But when someone's got their sluggos on, they're in the pool. They're just skin, arms, legs, if they're lucky, people. And I think that's really important for us to be comfortable in our sluggos, in our bikinis, whatever we wear, comfortable just being who we are, having a conversation with people with, without the layering and without the facade. And as I said, this uh, swimming pool uh, manager, who was a mate of mine, he said, I just couldn't believe that how everybody was different once they put clothes on. Not only were they, they looked different, but they sort of acted a bit different. It's a little bit strange in a way, isn't it? That we'd be somebody else. And he said they were much nicer, much more friendly, much more connected, much more easy to get on with when there was no facade and I think this is what what they talk about when they talk about 
being naked. It's not naked in as much as you know you got no clothes on, because you can still be faking it, trying to be somebody else with no clothes on. I think what they mean is just being you, with clothes on, or without, being naked in terms of not being caught up in your own ego. Well, it's a cold, miserable evening. It's a beautiful ocean. And there's a photo shoot of a lady with very, 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 very little clothes on. In fact, I'm gonna say she has none on. There's quite an audience watching over her, so nobody seems to be in the photo shoot caring. And with that, I'll be Chris and go and have a closer look. Oh, no, no, no. I'll turn around and go back. Bye. Have a great day. Bye for now.